I'm finna say y'all want some shit to be some African shit or something. Huntsu <laughs> plantation. I mean, Huntsu hey. bar. So, hey, we, some African shit. Some African shit be better than goddamn all that plantation yeah, bro, room but we shit. We still gonna be like outsiders. We gonna know what the fuck going on. Like this. I mean, you go over You're there. You're true about that shit. Well, I just say that because of the history behind all that shit, man. Hey, man, it's another episode of Sit Down with Slim, and uh, we got two special guests in the building right now. To my right, we got Red Lee. What's happening? And um, the voice you hear, the one on the ones and twos, is DJ Damo. Ever, ever. What's happening? <laughs> what the hell DJ stand for? Hey, man. <laughs> Boy, that bitch I man. guess that's his nickname. Hey, yeah. Just like how my name's Slim and I ain't Slim. I was a cold dude on the ones and twos, man. Oh, you see your thing, Damo? Many a nights I walk in and fuck up the club and go home and go to sleep, dog. Bro, you ever seen him DJ? Yeah, I seen a picture, bro. I never really seen it. <laughs> I seen a picture like on, I can't remember if it was Instagram, like when we started following each other back in college, but that's it. And I was like, damn, him, he must be really official. But I never like seen him in the ad. Yeah, I'm supposed to DJ tonight. I was like, damn, when I go to like Platinum and shit, I ain't never seen Dumbo in that motherfucker. I ain't gonna lie. He used to DJ his ass off, but no, this is a funny story. This nigga used to DJ from YouTube. Yeah. So he used to have an ass of goddamn tabs up on the explore page. Yeah. <laughs> from YouTube. Yeah. And just type songs in and click them bitches one at a time. They used to call him DJ YouTube. Yeah. That's how I got started originally. So when I first started DJing, I started with YouTube. I would pull up like eight tabs and just already had songs loaded. And then I got so far with DJing on YouTube, I transitioned well. And people would come in the club and like, I'm in the, um, in the party and be like, hey man, what you using the DJ? And then when they see, they see me doing it on YouTube, they'd be like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. And so that's how I got into the DJ and shit, because we used to throw house parties that we never Damn, had. Damn, honest with you, bro. It really shouldn't matter where you get the song from, as long as you got a good song selection. You feel what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, you know, that, that shit don't matter at all. Yeah. As long as you, you know what I'm saying? You know what to pick. That's really, I, that's really where I think the DJ come from, bro. If you know what to play to keep that club rocking or party rocking or whatever, shit, you really a DJ. Now, if you playing, playing some old ass. I don't fucking know some fucking old ass Webby or some shit, and you got young college students in there who's probably babies when this nigga came out. So, bro, I posted that shit. I posted that shit on Instagram last night. We was at this little restaurant, and the DJ shit. Don't get me wrong, the DJ was decent, but he played that damn Gucci Mane first day out, and I was like, bro, every DJ in Augusta, Georgia, is going to play first day out. Yeah, one point in time in the night, and it's like, dog, we tired of hearing that shit. Play something else. I'm going to tell that, you. That's that song uh, started off my day with a blunt of purpose. Yes, <laughs> dog. <laughs> bro, you ain't tired of hearing that shit, bro. bro. Like, I, I don't know. That shit, I don't know. It keep me rocking, though. You you might be right now. Nah. But, bro, you hear every night. All right. Let's say you go out every weekend for a month straight, bro. You gonna hear and you song. keep hearing that damn song. Because everybody done had their little stints where they went out and asked the time knowing they, they ain't had no business going out that many times. Yeah, true, true. But you keep hearing that shit, dog. Yeah. That shit is aggravating as fuck, bro. Man, I'm going to say this. When you DJ, you can't be the DJ that play what you want to hear. So, yeah. for instance, if you like this certain sound of music or this certain type of music, you can't just keep playing what you want to play. You got to play what the people want to hear. And that's what I was telling Buddy, Buddy last night when we was at uh, Blue Sky Kitchen. I was telling him, you got to DJ the same way every night, whether it's three people in the club or it's jam-packed because you never know. What promoter might walk in or who gonna give you your next opportunity? So that's one thing I believe in. And I used to go DJ whether I was at a house party or wherever I go. I just try and just DJ my ass off, and I really love doing it. So yeah, that's my feel about that. Yeah, but I met uh Red Lee in college, dog. Um, 
Bro, college was interesting, bro. Down there at Southern, yeah. Yeah. Bro, what made you go from being a college student to wanting to rap? Well, being honest with you, man, I always kind of dipped and dabbed in music. Like, even like in high school, like my cousin, he liked to rap. And just him being our cousin, being out there in the country, it, that's kind of where it stemmed from. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I don't know, bro, I just kind of got this, this weird, like, "Quote unquote fantasy of like being on this fire ass video, <laughs> like I don't know, and, it, and the rap just come with it, and you know, yeah. every day I just get better and better. So that's kind of how I got into it. But I like to make music. Now it's nothing like it's nothing like having a plan in your head, bro. And actually putting it together in a digital form, a piece of oh, art. Yeah, a digital form, paper form, whatever. Picasso. Yeah. So, but bro, what dog? What did you learn from college? Cause we had classes together. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think the most thing, I mean, the classes and stuff you take, I think is really like what I want to say. Shit, man, like, 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 it's it's there to really for cover up. I mean, you learn the stuff, but that stuff really, quote unquote, don't help you in the real world. I think when you go to college, bro, you just learn an overall. Different perspective on life, and you get to view things differently, meet different people, cope, with the, cope with the real world, you know, learn about living on your own. Oh, and uh, reap the consequences to see if you got enough willpower yourself to get up and go to class and still be a college student and party all night. You know what I'm saying? We had a motto in our house, like it was like early nights, uh, no, no, early morning, yeah, late nights, early morning. So if that's what we did, we still had to get up and go to class. Now, I stuck by that night. Probably a couple of other fellas that live with me that sometimes they probably ain't go to class, but you know I what I'm saying? I already know who you talking about. Yeah, so I stuck by that, but that was just the thing we came up with, man. And to be honest, all of us that lived in the house graduated, bro. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, You say with some stand-up guys too, dog. Yeah, so. Um, dog, if you could do it over again, would you have went to college? I think I still would go. Uh, if I could do it over again, I probably wouldn't have to choose the same major. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt like... You was in the, dog, you was into that political science shit, though. Yeah, but, bro, I don't know, you want me to tell you the truth about that? Like, the real, real reason yeah, why I got into political science... That's what I want to I really want to get into this. <laughs> like, the real reason... Stuff. My nigga, like, the real reason I got into political science is because it kind of just had been jammed in my head, like, all my life of being an engineer. You know what I'm saying? That's all. You know, go to school, be an engineer, whatever. That's what I want to do, too. So, when it was time to actually get real deep into that, I see that people that I knew was dropping out of, oh, man, the maths are just... Oh, Bro, they was averaging like eight, six to eight people graduating from the oh, engineering man. program. The maths are atrocious. I, you know, that's just what they were saying. Like, yeah. people was dropping out, too. I'm like, bro, oh, no, I don't want to... You know what I'm saying? Trap myself like that. So, I told the lady, like, she was like, well, what are your goals? I was like, well, honestly, I just had plans of being an engineer at Southern Company, Georgia Power, whatever. And she said, well, I think if you majored in political science, science uh, in a minor in uh, business management, you'll be just as marketable. And that's why I chose that. You know what I'm saying? That's because of that one thing that lady told me. Yeah, that's where it came from, bro. Just being honest. Bro, and, I, and I really didn't, not to cut you off, but I really, like being that age, bro, when people really say, what do you spend most of your time doing? It's a hard question, but it's really an easy question. Mm-hmm. Like, now, nah, if I can go back and change it, bro, I probably would be... You would have been more open. Yeah, I, I probably I probably would have been went for, like, broadcasting or something. Because I love sports, bro. 
Mm-hmm. I love sports. I'm gonna just say football. I just love it, bro. Like I can sit here and, and just the same stuff Stephen A. Smith or Shannon Sharp doing. I know exactly what they be talking about. I know if they say, for instance, Pat Mahomes. I know where he went to college at. You know what I'm saying? If they say, uh, Derrick Henry. Of course, we know where he went to college at. Yeah. Like I just know where a lot of these players and just everything they got to do with football basketball too i just know where it stems from bro because i watch so much of it and i really enjoy it and I, I was doing that when i was playing football in high school but i never thought what did you do most of your time you know you spend most yeah. of your time doing i never really thought of because that. on top of that like what you grow up seeing that's what that's the only thing you can believe it's like when you live in a town especially where you're from and you see it's a it's a big ass plant out there, and most of the people with money all work at that plant. Mm-hmm. That's all you get. Like everything else seems like a dream. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the last person to go to the league in that town, it might have been fucking 1962 or something. You know what I'm saying? So it seems like a dream. Yeah. That's why I always tell people, dog, you just gotta chase that dream, though. Yeah. And shit, I ain't know that shit when I was young neither. That's why I get exactly what you're saying, dog. Oh yeah, buddy. And it's like. People, that's why I tell people now, like, people are dying, play college. Okay, I have dying, played it. Like, boy, I got a degree for no reason. Yeah, the piece of paper, you might feel like it's for no reason, but I do feel like I learned something. Oh, yeah. And I, I tell people it, all the time. Yeah. That learning experience is priceless, dog. You might be mad and you look, because I do all the time. You look at that, you look at that dollar sign <laughs> on your credit score. Mm-hmm. On your credit report, I mean, and you like, man, bruh, if I could take this goddamn money back, dog, I would. But at the same time, the shit that I learned, dog, that shit, yeah. that shit open your mind up so That's much, bro. That's the thing, bro. Like, even if, like, what you do with your life now, bro. Like, if you had never went to school and it's just experienced different people and, 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 and different perspectives, you probably still be the same person. You probably, possibly, some people grow, but you... You know, from the basic standpoint, you probably still be the same person. Man, I'm going to be honest, dog. I got a friend. I ain't seen him in a minute. But I got a friend, dog. And every time, like, I do see him, bro, it it reminds me of who I used to be. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like it's kind of like looking in the past, dog. And I'm just like, damn, I done came so goddamn far. And everything that happened up to that point got me there. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think college is a major role in that. Yeah. It, it, yeah, man. It, it teach you... Uh, to be on your own, you know, independence or whatever you want to call uh-huh. it. Just stuff like that, man. Being able to cope and solve problems on your own and not really having your parents right there to, yeah. to you know, you can call yeah. them and get their For advice. For most kids, it's their first time being on their own. And just, I'm going to tell you something, like, small things, taking care of business, right? Uh-huh. Being if you go, If you go to your local bill office, pay bills, or you pay bills online, now when you... When you in high school, you don't do that kind of stuff. Like, but when you in college and you get an email and they say, "Oh, well, you got to turn in this paperwork to the financial aid office." You're like, "Damn, I got to do that shit myself." So that type of stuff, I think, is helping you learn that you got to take care of your business on your own. So when you get out there in the real world, you know, like, you get an email, you get a letter or whatever in the mail, and they say. Oh, well, your bills do or something. I'm just saying, like, if you got the money, then you know that all that falls on you, bro. You know you got to take care of that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Just responsibility, like you said. Bro, why you think all the young niggas just want to hoop and rap? Product of the environment or? Yeah. A lot of people don't want to be. A lot of people don't want to be stuck inside a box, bro, which I can understand. But at the same time, you you got to have a plan. 
I'm saying though, bro, why don't they just go to school? Do you think they don't know that, hey, you don't have to just go to school and get a degree. You can go get a... We just had one of my partners over here a minute ago. He uh, he has a CDL license, and he make good money. Yeah, a lot of people don't, don't know stuff I, like I, that. You know, just in defense of that, bro, a lot of people really don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't know certain things that, about getting trade. They may have heard about it, but everybody don't really know the proper steps to take to do that. And being young, you really have the advantage. That's Man, true. Man, because if I was, like... You know, if I was young again, I'd probably be way far off than you know than I am if now. You, if I would have yeah, made certain exactly. certain decisions, if you knew what you knew now. So if I tell like a younger cousin of mine, like, "Hey, bro, if you gonna go to school, you know, what I'm saying, do this or get in and get out, or if you ain't gonna go to school, go get you a trade." Because I mean, just being honest, and I ain't hating on nobody, bro. I'm just being honest. Working at Walmart, the local Walmart or, or, or McDonald's, that is not life, cuz. Hell no, nah, you can't afford shit with that. Yeah, nah, that that ain't Some like. motherfuckers don't get it and got them cooking dope up. Mm-hmm. That shit ain't gonna get you where you need to be neither. Nah, especially if you ain't making no money. Cause the Hell objective no. is, man. Let me tell you something. Present somebody selling dope, bro, and they dab into that illegal activity, bro. The point is to get in and get out. It ain't. Oh well, shit. I'm gonna make this shit a long time career, and I'm gonna go around in the goddamn Hall of Fame dope book. Nah, bro. You got <laughs> to understand. Like I'm gonna get it, get what I can get, and get out. So. If you just so happen to hit a jug, boom, you've been doing it for a couple months, you've been getting away for it, and you just hit a jug and you get like, I don't know, $120,000. I'm just throwing that out there. Like, nigga, learn that when your time is, and you're like, okay, well, I may be getting get a little bit of hell yeah. out of there. If you sitting there and you making goddamn $5 a goddamn hour, stop that shit, my nigga. Go get you a job. Because <laughs> you ain't going to do you, you ain't doing nothing but setting yourself for $5 an hour. You really you shouldn't do it, period? Because don't, don't nothing good come out of that? No, it don't. No, I, I agree totally. I agree. Nothing good comes out of it. For one thing, it's illegal activity, and people do what the fuck they want to do. The game dirty, the shit ain't got no rules. Nigga, uh, 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 a jack boy, for instance. More times than not, it's really, really frowned upon if a nigga just come in here and rob you, bro. You don't sell no dope, no nothing. So it's like... He can go to the police. They damn sure gonna look for his, somebody that fuck with that man. He doing everything right, but the nigga that's selling dope, the police will look for him and help him help him out. But it's just you know what I'm saying. They doing it legal. He so, already he already in it, so he ain't calling the police. And he probably anyway. ain't got much in the bank, so a lot of the cash probably be right there with him. His bank account probably got down negative twenty five hundred because he hit a bank judge to get on to to get on anyway. All that it's just a, it's just a dirty game, bro. That's all. But if you Fortunate enough to come out and you do hit a big jug, bro. You got to know when to get out because that shit yeah. coming. And that's people's problem, dog. They don't know when the hell to get out, dog. Yeah. Dog, I recommend any any young kid right now, dog, just take your ass to college, bro. Mm-hmm. Learn something, bro. At least try because, okay, let's say you do go and decide you don't want to do it. One semester, like three grand. It's all right, bro. You know what I'm saying? You're only 18 years old. That three grand, you're going to make that back. It's fine. They got loan forgiveness. They got all kind of shit. You'll be all right, dog. Just go for the experience and learn and figure some shit out. Bro, once they get that, for me, when I first went, because this is how my story went, bro. I'm coming out of high school. I ain't really think about no college. Like I said, I wasn't used to taking care of business on my own. So my mama, she did all that for me. She did the financial aid, and she always asked me, well, what school you want to go to? I was like, well... I'm going to Fort Valley. You know what I'm saying? Like I was supposed to go to Fort Valley. Unfortunately, that ain't that ain't work out. But 
the thing is, bro, I never really thought about going to school. It's not because I wasn't smart enough. It just ain't really. I was 17. I ain't really care. I'm living life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But. You ain't thinking about long term. Yeah. So once I once I went off to school and I got the experience, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try to go ahead and graduate. I enjoy every part of this. Going to class. When you get out of class, you get to go to the rack. It's all kind of folks in there hooping. I like stuff like that. Yeah. You get to work out. You know what I'm saying? Just a whole bunch going on the clubs, you know, just just everything, <laughs> the bro. Yeah, bro. So, straight to the lifestyle. Yeah, man, it's it's an experience, bro. So <laughs> I just wanted to stay in it. So therefore, that's what kept me passing. <laughs> just being honest, that's what motivated me, bro. I met friends, long life friends that I talk to still today, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I met you in management class. I met dumb old line ass at a damn rack, and he probably was lined in. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna shoot the breeze, boy. Yeah, so he gonna shoot the breeze. So that's you know, met people. See, dog, when I first met you, dog, I seen I seen how passionate you was about things that you do, and that's why shit. I think you came out with your first uh video when we was in school. The, the uh, you ain't come out that one in school. The, the the uh time change. Time goes. Yeah, time goes. I met my bad. I ain't dropped that till I, I ain't start dropping music really hard, bro. Till I got out of college, I thought you I, I, I never really did school. nothing. I ain't do nothing in college, bro. Nothing. We was just in there rapping or whatever, you know, to the stereo. But I ain't never shoot no video, make a official song. Like as soon as I got out of college, it was like when I graduated like December thirteen to thirteen, mm-hmm. and shit. That Christmas break, which I wasn't going back to school anyway. That's when I start. I find the studio in Augusta, and that's when I start going. Now, mind you, I a person like when they first start out at something, you can already tell that they got the potential to be great. I think so. Correct. So, but my first like songs, they probably went that hot, bro. But you can tell, you can <laughs> a tell. A lot of artists say yeah, that. Yeah. So you probably can tell, like, oh, boy, boy, you get like if you listen to what I made then and what I make now, you be like, oh, boy, I can really, I can see the progression. I swear to God, I can. Dog, how you go about dealing with bullshitters, though? Especially with this rap shit. I just don't deal with them. Like, I just feel like if they tell me some shit, bro, I almost just take it in. But the shit just go in one end, out the other. Really. Yeah. If I know you're a bullshitter, all right, bitch, you'll just see me on the flip side. That's how I feel about it. I ain't gonna lie, though, dog. Most people are bullshitters, though. Yeah. And I find myself dealing with them motherfuckers, and it's, it's difficult, dog. Like... It's hard as hell to deal with somebody that's just not on the same wavelength as you, dog. And it's, it's it's like the ultimate test of your patience. Yeah. The ultimate test. Well, who? How do you classify bullshit at all? Cause I'm gonna be honest with you, ninety ninety eight percent of people bullshit. Yeah. They're complacent. Um, they make excuses. Really, humans as a whole, they so fucking flawed, dog. That shit crazy, bro. Me personally, dog. I'm a very responsible person. Like, when I say I'm going to do some shit, it's over with. I'm going to do that shit. Yeah. I feel like if if you're going to pursue any type of entrepreneurship, my nigga, like, do it for real. You know what I'm saying? Don't just put out anything or just go along with anything that's kind of, that's that that don't have the right quality. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. I see niggas, like, if you're going to make music, like, make music with emphasis on it. Like, don't go, oh, yeah, we're going to get a little bullshit-ass HP laptop and some USB mic, and this shit going to sound like, goddamn, yeah. it was recording Grandma Bath. Everybody think they soldier Boy tell them. Yeah, like, that shit ain't going to work like that. Like, man, invest money. Like, 
real money. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to shoot a video, don't shoot that shit off a goddamn Android phone or some kind of camcorder. Like, get you somebody that's really going to, you know, make the video look good, bro. You got to look the part. You know what I'm saying? How often you record? To my like, oh, <laughs> anytime a song come to me, shit, really? it can be it can be any day, anytime you doing some shit. You can just get off of work and be like, damn, I feel like recording. Yep. Well, most of the time, I like to be by myself, like, cause I already be done wrote the song. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I just get in there and record, and I I really just have to be alone sometimes. Like, it be most of the time it's during the day though, but most of my songwriting, unfortunately, come from. Back and forth to work, bro. Riding in my car. That's where most of my songwriting come from. That time I have alone, listening to them beats. You feel me, cuz? No, you don't ever get, like, writer's block and shit? Oh, hell yeah. I get that <laughs> shit. I hate it, though. Because, like, when you get writer's block, you I always think, like, when I get writer's block, bro, like, damn, this might be the end of the road for me, bitch. I'm done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's time for me to quit this shit and goddamn choose another career, boy. This shit done. Bro, I, I ain't gonna lie. I just started this podcast and shit, dog. And sometimes I get that shit like, it'll be time to record, bro. And I ain't got not one subject I want to yeah, hear. Yeah, like, yeah, I understand. So even when I get writer's block, I still like try to get in there and make songs. I don't really be fucking with them, though. And then I might let somebody else hear me say, damn, bro, that shit, that all right, da da da. But I be like, damn. Maybe they right. Maybe I'll just be too hard on myself. Or it just probably wouldn't, wouldn't was what I was looking for at the point in time. So, yeah, that writer's block real, though. You know? What kind of moves you be in when you write your best shit, though? It got to almost be like an overflowing move, bro. Like, it's just coming to me. Like, I just got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. And it ain't like no sad mood or nothing. It just got to be like just a good mood. Like, it just it ain't really matter the mood for me. It just got to be coming to me. Yeah. Like it just gotta be flowing. Like, boom, you could just put on a beat and boop, you know what I'm saying? The hook just come to me. You feel me good? Like uh-huh. But like and in other words, you could put on a beat and the hook come to me and I might feel like, damn, this hook might be a little cliche or it's just regular to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't just wanna put out anything that's just that I feel regular. Other people might like it, but I guess, you know, that's just the dilemma you deal with within yourself, so What's the process you go through to uh, decide if that's the song you want to put out? A lot of times, I know if the shit fire already. <laughs> you ain't even got to look at I'm nobody's face in the studio. Like, I, I, yeah, like, it, like, just like I told my homeboy the other day, I don't like to force the song. Like, if you if I just get in there and I say, damn, I got writer's block, it's easy to just come up with something. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, or just force something. Like, you can just talk about a whole bunch of random stuff, but it ain't really just flowing like that. But once it get to flowing, I know, okay. This is it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to put this out. It's just a matter of when I'm going to put it out. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm just going to keep writing songs. And keep Dog, writing I always songs. wanted to ask you, too. Like, do you ever find yourself trying to trying to keep pace with the times and, and do music like everybody else doing? Yeah, you do do that. But the only thing is you got to do it within your own lane. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't... Because for me, I probably about... Well, it's been a while ago. I became like a big fan of J. Cole, right? Uh-huh. But I don't find myself trying to make his type of music. Like, I probably ain't going to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's just too... Yeah. That's him. You know what I'm saying? But if I tell somebody that, like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm a big fan of J. Cole. Oh, well, your music don't sound nothing like J. Cole. Well, bitch, it ain't supposed to. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Like, <laughs> I said I like this nigga music. I didn't say I was trying to be like him. You know what I'm saying? It's, See, I ain't, even, I ain't even talking about like that. I'm saying like how... 
the mumble rapper be in or all the yeah, 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 swag drip rap be in and you find yourself like yeah. kind of going that way just to try to fit in a little bit. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you do. But like I said, at the same time, bro, you still got to find your own lane with, within that bracket. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but for me, I just like, if something sound good to me, bro, that's just it. It just sound good to me. So I can go from I might can make a song and like, damn, that shit might give you the new school vibe or some La Baby Gunner type drip shit. And then you might hear another song like, damn, that shit might give me some some damn uh what the guy named Tory Lanez or some shit vibe. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like I really just try to make music to be. You can sing though. Shit, bitch, anybody can sing with auto tune. <laughs> <laughs> If you Fuck know how to use that it, that auto tune on that bitch. Call it I mean, bro, if you gotta know how to use it though, and you gotta know how to not auto tune it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And, and that's another thing too, man. I had to get good at engineering because, boy, about a couple of years ago, boy, I was trash can. Like that shit depressing too. Yeah, that's, dog. That's, how the hell? How the hell did you learn how to engineer yourself, dog? Like it only be you in there by yourself? Yeah, man. It just come from. I was talking to this producer one time, man, and I was like, hey, man. You know, I'm really trying to learn how to engineer myself and stuff like that. So, he was basically like, man, it ain't nothing but a whole bunch of trial and error. And I was like, damn, boy, that's a, that's a lot of trial and error. Like, I really ain't trying to do that. Watching YouTube videos, bro, listening to music, trying to figure out well, what they did to their voice to get that sound or this sound. And just, like he said, which was the truth, a whole bunch of trial and error. And then once you find exactly what you're looking for and... Once you understand what you're doing, you know what I'm saying, it becomes better for you. But it's it's a hard task, man, because I think engineering music is equal to like a, a car mechanic. Just being honest, like you gotta know it. You gotta know. Oh what yeah, doing. I think I think the engineering, the whole production side is the most important part of the song. Mm-hmm. Of course, artists will disagree with that, but bro, I think it's the most important part, dog. Because Shit, you can have the best lyrics in the world, but if that track don't sound right, that shit gonna be trash. Yeah, you gotta get you a good engineer now. But once you get you a, if you get you a good engineer and you already good at like writing music or, you know what I'm saying, foreseeing the music that you got in your head, and it, it'll come together perfectly. So, bro, what you do? You um, you just sit down and had a mic between you, and you just press record and record to the mic. What you mean? I, I ain't gonna lie. When you say you engineer your own music, dog, that shit sound difficult as fuck to me. I mean, I just get up there. What I do, like, I already have my music wrote. So, boom, press record. You know what I'm saying? Record the hook till I like what I hear. It's mm-hmm. just raw sound at first. Okay, now I like what I hear. I'm gonna sit down and uh, engineer the shit till I like it. You know what I'm saying? Putting this, all kind of combinations. Then, as soon as I find the sound that I'm looking for on that hook, it's done deal then. Cause the verse is really ain't nothing but a breeze. Yeah. It's all about it's all about that hook, you know what I'm saying, nowadays and really getting that sound that you thinking of in your head. That's my thing. Dog, any rapper that can record themselves, I automatically just find a whole new line of respect for them, dog. Yeah. Cause that shit I don't think people understand how hard that goddamn engineering shit is, bro. And producing, you ever try to make your own beats? Nah, cause I know that, I know, boy. That's that's another another ball game. <laughs> it really is. Like I, I wouldn't. 
I wasn't even into engineering my own music at first. Just by Dumbo saying, hey, man, you need to learn how to engineer music. I'm like, what? That shit a whole nother ballgame. I'm not trying to learn all that shit. I feel like you'll be backtracking, which, in a sense, yeah, you probably is backtracking a little bit, but in the longevity, you start shooting around, folks. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of mm-hmm. like what they say, the nice guys finish last, so yeah, why yeah. everybody's sitting there recording with producers and shit and having to deal with producers shit and this engineer shit and he ain't show up on time and now yeah. he can't get the sound that he want to and oh uh, shit and now I gotta find another producer cause he ain't as good he charged too much whatever the reason is you know what I'm saying you'll end up shooting around him like cause Bro, when I, I put tell out people, music, I tell people all the time dog having a team that shit cool that shit cute but it's more people that you have to deal with bro mm-hmm. only having to worry about yourself dog that shit is so lovely. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish I had a clone. If I had me two clones, bro, boy, I'd be straight, boy. I have I have me my little business, had me two dependable workers, and I'll be good. I can just go. Cause it's hard, it's hard as hell dealing with people, bro. And you canceling out the engineer, boy, that shit make it next level, boy. You can be mixed hey wheezy. Hell yeah. <laughs> shit, I don't know. I don't know about that clone shit. Then you'll really see how you is. Hell, your clone, <laughs> your clone about to get doing, start doing shit, and you be like, damn, I do shit like oh, that. Oh yeah, I had to boy. beat my clone ass. <laughs> like, boy, if you don't shut the fuck up, boy, and stop thinking you be real shit. <laughs> Call dumb on be like, hey bro, I apologize, bro. I just realized how head ass I was, bro. With this goddamn clone, like this nigga crazy as hell. He be saying shit. I mean, I don't know, bro. It's crazy, bro. You probably see how you. How you really is That's Hey I wish I did have a clone <laughs> For real bro That should be crazy Cause it's like You know In life dog You can only see Out your own eyes That's all yeah. you ever see Yeah So to finally see yourself And see yourself In action dog yeah. Bro that should be crazy Bro I be like dog This nigga slim tripping bro <laughs> We need to get on his ass bro <laughs> what I'm saying, This nigga dog. talk too much He think he know Every goddamn yeah, thing yeah. This nigga need to Shut the fuck up Yeah probably humble you That's all Shit I want Nah I still want a clone though Cause eventually I get along with him. I understand what he, the shit, the point he trying to prove, mm. what he trying to do. Cause ain't nobody like yourself, dog. That's the that's the only person you can depend on, bro. Well, yeah, I I, I totally agree with that. Like, just like I told my homeboy uh, a couple of weeks ago, man. I was like, he's like, man, sometimes, bro, I just think you're so negative. I was like, bro, it ain't that I ain't negative. I mean that I'm negative. It's just that I don't. I don't have a lot of faith in other people, bro. So when you say, hey, uh, yeah, man, we're going to get these people to do such and such, and we're going to pay these, I'm like, bro, them people is not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Because, which is understandable. People don't really, and that's through every aspect of life, bro. People don't really jump on the bandwagon until it's too late. You might like, for instance, football. A bitch might like they, they own team, right? And I'm like, well, damn, man, my team doing bad this year. And it could be a team out of nowhere. They start winning. They be like, shit, in the Super Bowl, I'm with that team right there. Yeah. That's how niggas is, bro. Ain't I mean, nobody really loyal neither, dog. Yeah. It's real, it's real hard to find people that'll support you, period, dog. Mm-hmm. And that's why, shit, since I started doing this podcast and shit, dog, everybody that support me, I always make sure they know I appreciate that shit, boy. Oh, yeah. For real, because it's hard, dog. And then you finally see all the people that really want to see you down, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't want to see you doing good. Yeah. It's hard to deal with that shit, dog. I know you dealt with that shit. Yeah. As yeah, far you, you, as as far as people trying to trying to hold you back and see you down. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you, you deal with that a lot of times, man. And anything um, you do. Yeah. Um. I don't know, bro. You just, I mean, everybody have 
Only thing you have to take into account, bro, especially when you got a team, bro. Everybody have so many different point of views, man. Yeah. And which is a good thing, cause that's what makes the world today. You know what I'm saying? Everybody have a different perspective, but it's just hard for us to understand certain people' perspective sometimes. But my deal with a team, I feel like if y'all gonna be a team, say you the front runner, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna have my team, then everybody gotta be all in. It ain't no, oh well, I'm just sometimes in and. Maybe I'll be here, maybe I won't. Well, if you feel like that, then you probably shouldn't be tagging along. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly. all. Exactly. And everybody in the team don't want to pick up the slack. Yeah. Dog, dog, I just said this shit earlier today. I, I think I was talking to you and Damo, and I was like, um, it's just like in a relationship. A relationship is supposed to be 50-50. Mm-hmm. Sometimes someone is going, is, is going to slack a little bit and yeah. you pick that slack up. Yeah. But if you have a partnership with someone... And you're 95 and they're five. How the hell is that gonna work? It won't end too good, bro. And that's how. That's kind of how I feel like I deal with 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 most people. Like my word is everything to me. Yeah, when you, I mine too, bro. Mine yeah. too. I try to. I don't know, bro. I just don't want to tell somebody something that I'm not gonna carry through with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just try to keep my word. Cause that's really, honestly, bro. That's really all you got. You tell somebody that's you gonna you do got, something. Bro. Please try to do it. Or if you know in your heart that you can't do it, don't tell them. Just tell them, bro, I might be able to make it. Or I might uh-huh. won't. Or just hold off on that, bro. Don't hold me to You know what I'm saying? At least give them yeah. some kind of, way. you know, they'll understand, like, well, he kind of iffy. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? They won't just be like, oh, I'm sold on him. He say he guaranteed to do such and such, and then you don't show up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or, it's all about being straightforward. Either yeah. you're going to say yes or you're going to say no. Yeah. Or you really don't know because you don't know what's going on. Yeah, so... That's the overall, dog. People don't even get that. Dog, people don't even know how far it'll take you just being a good, outstanding person. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers don't even want to work on themselves as people. I agree. I, do. I don't even understand that shit. Just like, um, it's a topic I really been wanting to talk about as far as entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's real, it's real popular. Everybody wants to be their own businessman and shit like that. But they don't even understand, like, that same bullshit that you're doing at this nine to five. If you carry that shit over into a business, boy, you're going to see miserably. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to fail off dick because shit, the same way you call them folks and be like, oh, I can't go to work today because such and such would do woo. And you really just feel like you needed a day off. Well, you can't do that when you got a business. Nah. It's over with. You got to be the... Yeah, you, you got a business. Man, you... <laughs> when you got a business, bro, you really the employee, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you the employee. You the boss. You yeah. everything. You yeah. the HR. You everything that involves that business running day-to-day operations. There's a whole bunch of stuff coming with that, man. You got all Every, kind of... Everything. And I was talking to someone today, and I was telling them, I was like, it's a lot of motherfuckers that's entrepreneurs right now and don't even know they're entrepreneurs. It's like when you're a freelance worker, you're basically an entrepreneur. Yeah. You're doing your own work. Yeah. And people don't understand that shit. What comes with that is, man, you got to be responsible. Yeah. So, dog, what you think about rappers that's not inconsistent? That's not inconsistent. Yeah, like, like they're so they're so irresponsible and inconsistent, but yeah. they still think they got that same buzz. Because, bro, bro, you know how much ego gets involved when it comes to that rap shit. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I don't know, man. Inconsistency and just. It, do you think you can make it by being inconsistent? Like basically, nah, you no, can't. Yeah, yeah. You, you you probably nah. More times than not, bro, you probably can't. You know what I'm saying? So 
But depending on the person's aspect of life or what they got going on in life, that depends heavily on that too. You know what I'm saying? Because rapping is really it's an entrepreneurship, bro, and you got to have the biggest thing for rapping, to me, is flexibility and money. And yeah. If you ain't got at least one of them, <laughs> you probably won't make it. Because if you ain't got no money and you got flexibility, that means you could be at all kind of stuff. You probably you possibly can run into people. If you got the money, you can damn near pay for all your shit, which you still have to have some flexibility because people nowadays, man, they commit connect more and more with their artists. So it's just kind of hard. You really want to have both of them, but it's, it's hard to have both of them, especially if you want to really make it. Cause, uh, shit, man, where bitch gonna get all that money from? You know what I'm saying? Exactly, dog. When it comes to that money shit, I hear y'all say that shit all the time, dog. Like, I know it take money to the shit to further your craft, but Mm -hmm. what exactly would you do with it? Like, if you had if you had ten bands to dispose on music right now, like, what would you do to it to to basically market your music? All right, because a lot of artists want to know this. Yeah. So first. I'm coming out, okay, so I have my project, right? Let's say I already got the project. I probably would get with the artist that probably already up and coming and get, like, a big feature on it. You know what I'm saying? Just for the time being. And with 10 bands, bro, you can kind of network and fuck with certain people in the game that's already up and coming that got a name for themselves. Like, you got certain uh, uh, um, video dudes, that's hot in the game right now. You know what I'm saying? They shooting up and coming artists like a, I'm just throwing a name out there, like a blue face or somebody. Uh-huh. He might shoot all his videos. Everybody know who that is. You mess with this video, man, he could possibly connect you to somebody else that's up and coming. Or you say, well, shit, I'm just going to get a feature from Yellow Beezy or something. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. throwing names out there. Now, you might end up not making nothing off that 10 band, but your name will be out there. So by the time you get that next project rolling, or whatever people are know you and they'll know, oh well, this guy right here, he ain't scared to pay for nothing, dog. I'm just gonna fuck with him just off the strength of it. You know what I'm saying? So really to be honest, bro, ten bands, it's all really a gamble. And at the end of the day, you got to have the good music, bro. You got to have the music. If you if your music just it's hard to say when somebody music trash, but if it just ain't really what's catching people out, then it's hard. I mean you could get a song right now. And, and put damn ASAP Rocky on that bitch. I'm just say ASAP Rocky. But if your song really ain't hitting on nothing, ain't nobody gonna listen to that shit, and he probably ain't gonna promote it because he know it's trash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, you just said Blueface. That's how I feel about him, dog. I think he trash as hell, bro. Blueface is the first rapper I've seen blow up off of negativity. I don't understand how. What you mean that. negativity though? Because a lot of people was like, I see a lot of comments, and they be like, this nigga trash as fuck, like. He's yeah. saying he blowing up just because people saying that. Yeah, yeah, like he like everybody going to see is this man really trash or not? Yeah, and he just signed with uh Birdman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so, he did. Yeah, he, he signed with Cash Money. Yeah, he signed with Birdman. So like he the first rapper I done seen blow up off of Birdman. Trash as fuck for that. Yeah, Birdman signed him, man. <laughs> but you know Birdman, he gonna catch the wave. Bro, I've been telling y'all for the longest, dog. It. I think I think when it comes to his music shit, bro. It's all image, bro. Like, you can be the best artist in the world, but if you have a horrible image, dog, you ain't gonna do shit. Blueface is trash, bro, but his image is good. I just, I mean, I just think it's so many variables that go in there, bro. It is. It's so many variables. Like, even if, like, I was talking to Dumbo the other day about image. Like, yeah, image is important, but, like, take account for somebody like, 
I don't know what what the guy named Chance the Rapper or something. Yeah. He don't have a whole bunch of chains on, or he don't have you know this drip and all this design. Not that I really see. I mean, he still might talk about it in you know in his songs, but he don't have really that image that most rappers have. So it's a persona. It's a lane he went in. Yeah. So. But you know, everybody is different. But the times that the times that music is in right now, because music always changes, mm-hmm. is that um everybody want to be on this drip shit. Yeah. So, it's about the image, dog. It is. If you got the image, you pretty much almost said. Because yeah. homie trash, bro. <laughs> he's trash. But he said, but he said we're going to respect this cripping. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody going with that shit. Hey, was that him rapping? I think I seen a Facebook post with him rapping with the dude with the violin. That was him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was I him. He was like st- uh, uh, kneeling on top of a car or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was him. I thought uh-huh. so. I, I feel like right now, at our times, people purely say, they, they go off of melodies right now. I mean, I think that's the area we live in. I mean, uh, we live in there. Uh, people like... If it's J- melodic, it's okay. Yeah, it's melodic. Like J. Cole, Kendrick, I think people appreciate those those artists, but I mean, if, this, if it sounds catchy, man, I think everybody will gravitate towards it because that's what we programmed here for the like. But even day. those artists, though, they starting to go into that lane, too. I think so. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? This is what you call a flip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And then you got that. Uh, uh, they just trying to stay relevant, yeah. bro. But, but it works for them. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? That's why I say it's within their lane, though. You know what I'm saying? If J. Cole's not going out to the point where you just can plain, you know, plain out, point out, this is what this nigga doing. Right. Nah, he doing it within his own lane. He, he, even the song he got with uh, Moneybag, yo, he didn't, he didn't get too wild on that. Yeah. Even though he only had like eight bars on it. But he didn't get too wild on it. He still stayed himself. But people like melodies. Mm-hmm. We just programmed for that right now, bro. You do have your music heads that want to hear a good rap like Kendrick and stuff. But at the end of the day, I understand how music has changed. I don't want to be the old cat that's holding my nuts on the younger people coming up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, oh, yeah. I, I don't want to be that person. I like that Kodak the- Black shit we was watching yesterday, boy. That shit made me angry as hell. What do you do? Man, Kodak Black was on Ebro. And uh, the interview, the interview was decent. You know what I'm saying? Kodak ain't really no interview type artist, but the interview was decent. And um, Ebro just bust out and was like, you know, we don't really play about domestic violence and sexual assault. So you know, I know you can't speak about it right now, but afterwards, uh, we really need to hear you speak on it or blah blah. And Kodak was just sitting there like, and he ain't saying nothing. He just looked at him like, bro, what the fuck. And goddamn, I think, uh, what's homie name? Rosenberg? Rosenberg was like, so the recent topic is um, they're saying they don't think people landed on the moon. And Kodak just looking like, I don't care about that shit. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, and then um, fucking Ebro was like, oh, you must got mad because I even brung that up. And then he was like, I'm just saying, I feel like sometimes y'all just do shit trying to get a reaction or whatever. And he was like, well, we tried to change the subject because what do we do? He was like, that shit's some bullshit too, though. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, I feel like these old niggas, dog, they not respecting the game, bro. No, they not, These bro. kids is young, bro. They're children, bro. They're going to make mistakes. They're children. Mm-hmm. I don't and, get and, that and, shit. And they got a different different way of thinking, too. You know. Yeah, bro. dog. Because, dog, you think about it, little homie, 21 years old, bro. 21. You know how many mistakes I made when I was 21? <laughs> I mean, just like what it was, I think a couple of years ago, they had an interview with Lil Uzi, and he he might have been Ebro. And he was telling, he's like, nah, I don't play none of them old school beats. Da 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 da. Y- y'all ever seen that? It was Yachty. It was. 
I think it was Uzi it too. Was, it, was nah, like, it was Uzi one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah Uzi yeah. might have said it. But yeah, you know, all was, the young kids were saying it. But that. I mean, even if you go way back, bro, if if Jay-Z or what his name, Rock Kim or Tupac or somebody were freestyling, a bitch ain't played no goddamn Temptation beat for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's crazy <laughs> because they was trying to say that Kodak reminded them of ODB. Yeah. And he was like, isn't that such and such? I forgot who he mistake ODB for. And they were like, damn, you don't know who ODB is? He was like, hell nah, I thought it was such and such that I sampled in the Whatchamacosmo song. And, I, you know, I'm thinking like, bro, you only 21. Of course you don't know ODB. Mm-hmm. Shit, we was kids when when when, mm-hmm. when ODB first came out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like them older people's way too hard though. Yeah, yeah, people, people, uh, they don't, they just think that the world supposed to remain the same. Man, you gonna have changes. Oh, nah, shit bro. gonna change. Yeah, you gonna change also, is good though. I also feel like we 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 in a time where bad news is the good news. Yeah. Like that's how I feel about. The time we live in now, like if something bad happened, Eric TMZ gonna get the whole of it. Hell everybody yeah! Everybody wanna talk about it. The bad news is the good news, but when good stuff happen, you know. That and why does everybody give a fuck about that type shit? What? Just, just bad news, like. Bro, I don't know, bro. But like Cardi being offset, who gives a fuck about their relationship? Let them folks goddamn figure their shit out in peace, man. Like, like uh, I think Dumbo even told me the other day, like people so connected with they they fans. If you a fan of them people. You love to see that. Like, if they break oh, yeah. up, you, you might be crying. But, bro, but, bro, don't get me wrong now. You want to buy into someone's life. Like, you know, you feel like you're invested into their life. But at the same time, like, if I'm if I'm the biggest Cardi B fan, I'm not going to be like, fuck Offset because they got them going through a breakup. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I really don't know this woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't hey, know yeah. this woman at all, bro. Yeah, like, why the hell... Why the hell would I be that much invested into this man, shit? Man, I'm going to tell you what it is, man. Like, people be fans, bro. They be fans, and they feel like they really know these artists, bro. Like, mm-hmm. like everybody know. Super fans, bro. Everybody know I'm a big Drake fan, but I don't think I know this, man. Like, I I can separate the difference. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can. Oh, yeah, they lost in the sauce, though. Yeah. Who that Drake? No, nah, I'm talking about super fans. Oh, yeah. They lost in the sauce. They think they know these motherfuckers. They think they about to get an invite in the mail to the fucking baby shower. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, they probably, really they think probably, they the yeah, friends. Yeah, really, like go all the way out for them people. Like, who y'all think got the most annoying fans? Period, hands down. Nicki Minaj, hands down. Hands down, Nicki. Hands down. Ah, uh, you know what? I I really can't even disagree with that, bro. Cause the Beehive crazy as fuck too, but them barbs, no. Well, uh, Beyonce don't really do too much for her the fans to go crazy like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? But so, Nicki be on some bullshit yeah, and them damn bars be acting crazy, boy. Boy, do they be acting crazy. Justin Bieber got some crazy-ass fans, too. But I think Nicki take the cake because her fans stupid as fuck. Like, that's, and, a, that's sophisticated ratchetness. That's yeah. <laughs> I hate old sophisticated ratchet bitch, too, boy. Like you can't I can't try to, stand you, a motherfucker. What you mean? Just like, look, probably, what's sophisticated ratchet? Like, like dog, ratchet look, look good. Look, look good. Got but, money. like, really got just ratchet to the soul. Huh? Just ratchet yeah. To the soul. Like, nah, bro. Sophisticated ratchet bitches. This is how they be, bro. So, they'll be... They'll be coming up, and let's say they'll be getting their education right. You know, they'll be working on getting a good job. Already, them bitches feel like they make six figures. Mm-hmm. So by the time they make six figures, now they feel like they shitting on the motherfucker. Ooh, and let them bitches ooh. double their goddamn net worth. Once they double their net worth, you can't tell them shit. But they still ratchet. Them bitches still will go through your phone and goddamn cut you while you sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They still ignorant as a motherfucker, and they think 
they think maturity comes with social status. Mm -hmm. Like, if your social status goes up, that's your maturity level. Mm -hmm. Really, they immature as a motherfucker, dog. Like, I can literally list you ass of motherfuckers. Just ratchet as hell, bro, and just think they the goddamn shit based off of goddamn their maturity level. Mm -hmm. That shit don't even make sense, though. No, I don't. I think I'll just take a... ratchet. I'll just take a... Carrie Hilson for one, please. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Nah. Yeah. Nah. I'll give me some you. of that vintage vagina. Yeah. I'll take some Ashanti. If I, I got to take some Give me some Ashanti. Give me some goddamn Holly Berry. Give me some Nia Long. Give me some of that vintage vagina. Don't give me none of these new age bitches. And I don't want my bitch to have no stripper pass and none yeah, of that shit. They said Holly Berry and Nia Long. Yeah, them bitches got, damn, got one foot in the graveyard, don't it, cuz? <laughs> hey, that's what I said. Vintage vagina, boy. Them bitches got there. Hey. Them bitches look Looking good, Nine Jack. Yeah, man. <laughs> the bitches looking good. Damn. Ew, that shit crazy, man. Hey, what foot in the grave, yo? <laughs> nah, I'm just joking, man. <laughs> hey, bro, back to this music shit, though. Um, dog, how you feel about female tracks? Like, you don't ever reach to, like, try to build your female audience up by making, like, a what they call girly song? I got some, I got a couple girl songs, bro. It's just. It's hard. I ain't gonna lie. It's probably out of pocket for me to make like a twerk song or something. But I feel like you do need a female fan base, bro. I honestly, correct. I feel like man, females probably more loyal than the guy fans. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to music, females buy records, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Just like like Black Youngster, for instance. Man, when he dropped that booty, man, that's all you see on your Snapchat. Uh They, they, They they don't just be playing that. They just be playing the whole. You know what I'm saying? The whole tape or whatever. But. And then a lot of times you might even get a song you're like damn what that is. You might even get a song from a female. You see them on your snap, you see them on your Instagram, and they just be playing all kinds of stuff like female love music, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I That's get them true, that. dog. But bro, a lot of niggas feel like, oh, I ain't making no song like that. That ain't my lane. And I disagree, dog. I feel like, all right, example. McNeil came out with his album and he did the interview with the Breakfast Club, and Charlemagne was like. You know, I kind of like when you when you had those real street records that's real gully. I don't really like when you do songs like 24-7 with, what's your name? LMA? Yeah, LMA. And um, he was like, bro, I ain't make that song for you. <laughs> hey, man, he right, too. Like, me, me, he right, bro. Like, really? A lot of times, man, making music all the time ain't really about. Like, especially especially when you establish yourself, like, meet me up, bro. Like, it's all about the versatility. Like, let me work with somebody that I ain't never worked with before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me get outside the box. And, oh, my God, it sound, probably sounds so much better. Like, dog, I can't really believe I thought of something, something like this. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It ain't just, you know what I'm saying, the street. And people don't get that, dog. All, all the fans really want from an artist is a little bit of versatility. That's all. They don't want no whole goddamn project full of, full of trap beats. That shit is boring, dog. You don't reach nobody yeah, with that that's shit. That's exactly why D R A K E, bro. That's exactly why that man so damn. That's, he versatile. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you shout out to nigga Drake. Oh, well, Drake wanna be quote unquote on his Jamaican shit now. Shit, I'm gonna be honest, cuz the controller track ride. You know what I'm saying? I don't it even do. know. You know, and you it go. sound good. Yeah. So it, it, it really it is it's about the versatility, bro. Just hitting your order. I mean, you're hitting your fans from all kind of angles. Really. That's all it is, bro. People don't even understand how important that shit is, dog. Sometimes it's like it needs to be like a rap seminar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a motiv- a motivational speaker just to just to highlight the young rappers like, "Hey, bro. I mean, all that little trap shit, that shit cute, but you got to step out that bubble sooner or later." Yeah. Like 
don't get me wrong, like, okay, you talk about different shit on, no, excuse me, you talk about the same shit on a different beat. I mean, that's cool, but still switch it up even more. Like, talk about some different shit mm-hmm. on a different beat also. Yeah. Like, these motherfuckers would be trap rappers, and they'll make a song about girls and still be talking about trap shit. Yeah. <laughs> like damn bro You too gangster To goddamn Make a love song Yeah, <laughs> yeah You love that, women And you too gangster To make a love song You you, you right bro Like You you exactly right man I agree with you 100% Like Hey Hey just for the record dog I like trap music bro Oh I like trap music too I ain't I love, dissing trap music I, I love, I love that shit nah, I ain't saying you dissing But I, I, I like trap music man Sometimes I get in my bag You know what I'm saying And I gotta hear that trap music yeah. I think I think every genre is there. It keep everything balanced, man. Because you you can go dig the dabble in what you want to listen to. So mm-hmm. you don't gotta just listen to trap music a hundred times. Hey, you might want to go listen to goddamn Meek Mills or who knows. So I just think all the genres just keep everything pretty much balanced. So, but some artists you can get every album, every genre, just out one album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can. I mean, yeah, that's true. Like, I don't know country music or something, but man, I, one thing I'm gonna say, and I ain't just saying this because Drake my favorite artist. If you're looking for a formula. And somebody to study, that man has showed you everything, bro. Like, as he really as has, a rapper, or what are we talking about here? Just like as an artist, period. Like, oh nah, as a rapper, you have nothing to study with Drake. I'm just saying, as an artist, period, bro. Just everything. As an artist, he, what you saying? He's not a rapper. Nah, he's not a pure rapper. There's no, there's no formula to study there. Um, Drake has a backing. He has a very strong backing. He has a very strong team. The formula is strictly. The business side when it comes to someone like Drake. He's not your typical rapper. He's not no, I hear a beat and I have creative control and I do this off of that. Woody, woody, woo. He has a whole team that comes in and makes his songs. You know, really? sometimes, yeah. Sometimes sometimes you'll you'll get a song that's already made and you just put your little sauce on it. Yeah. We were just talking about that with, uh, with Cardi B. Oh, yeah. Cardi B, like... <laughs> <laughs> What's that verse she had on Meek album And she said something like These bitches is hurt D-Rose Like bitch you know you ain't come up with that <laughs> You don't know shit about no D-Rose You don't know nothing about D-Rose She said these bitches is hurt D-Rose Like you don't bro, know I, a goddamn thing I, about I ain't no gonna D-Rose. lie man No homo bro I was listening to Carter B on the way home last night bro. I just said damn bro I don't know why I just wanna listen to that money track And I just like that line money. when she say When she say she walking past the mirror Ooh Damn, I'm fine. I don't know why I like that shit. Like, that shit just sounds so... It's like, fit right in. Oh, yeah. Walking past the mirror. Ooh. Damn, I'm fine. I thought, man, what the... That shit just sounds so crazy to me, Oh, bro. yeah, don't get me wrong. That shit is cute, bro. That shit cool as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, bro, when we talk about pure rap, though, you ain't yeah. think about no damn Cardi B. Nah. Insert. And then, like, a lot of motherfuckers, like, uh, 6 9 Dog, I listened to his album, bro. I just skimmed through it. Man, I was like, bro, every song on this album sound like 6 9 insert your verse right here. Like, damn, like, he just got all the songs, and all he had to do was literally come to the studio and clock in. It don't even sound like no kind of creativity whatsoever on his part. Like, with this music shit, bro, especially rap music, the genre of rap music, people want to get to know you. Mm-hmm. They want to get to know you through your music. Like your favorite artist of all times is going to be people that express themselves through tracks. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily get to know them through interviews and shit because they don't know. They don't even know how to articulate themselves Most in that way. No. Yeah, but on music, you understood exactly what the fuck these motherfuckers were saying. Everybody ain't Tupac. Just like Biggie. Biggie wasn't your best interview. Your best speaker. Oh. Your best interviewer. He wasn't. 
But uh, he get that microphone in front of him. Why he gonna that, tell you why, some why, shit. Why is that though? Like why motherfuckers can't goddamn make a make a song, but they can't interview? What the hell kind of shit is that? Bro, it's all it's all psychological, bro. That's just that's just how their brain works. Like artists is literally art, bro. That's how they express themselves. Some people aren't really good at articulating. But then you could get. I mean, I'm pretty sure you could like. I'm pretty sure you seen that interview when J. Cole was talking to the Lil Pump. Oh, man. This nigga's horrible. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, dog. That interview was... That shit was awkward, bro. It really was, because you were trying to talk to him, and he was like, yeah. Like, I, I just come up with something. I really just be rolling on fields and shit. You know what I'm saying? Just crazy shit. <laughs> like, that's really what he was saying to J. Cole, bro. Yeah. You, you, you ain't never seen that interview? And, and J. Cole was like, he was trying to be on some Big Brother shit on that shit, and I seen, I seen the image, especially, you know... Now that I'm a podcaster, I got them. I really, I really see vision. I really see content. I see the creativity. But boy, that shit went left, boy. That shit went left. I don't even know if I would have put that shit out, bro. That shit was far left. Like, damn, bro, this little nigga really fucked up. But I could tell like how J Cole was feeling because he kept telling him like, uh, I can't wait till we do this a later time. And you know, woody woody woo. Because I, I knew what he wanted to say. Because I do it all the time when I be talking to people. Like, I be like, man. This motherfucker sitting right here dumb as a motherfucker. But goddamn, I know they're going to learn from this shit right here. <laughs> and it's going to be better later on. And I know that's how J. Cole felt. Like, bro. I think it's, especially like teenager, bro. Like, I was like that too. Well, not the that magnitude. But like, when you're like 15, man, your parents try to tell you something. You'd be like. You really you, rebellious. You just think that you, you, you think, just think that you know everything. Bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you rebellious they as hell. They tell you something, you got to come back with it. You know what I'm saying? And then the more you grow older, you, you just understand a whole bunch of stuff. Nah, you know the biggest part about it? You feel like that person ain't went through what you went through. When in all reality, the motherfuckers had the same path as you. They know exactly what you going through. Yeah. But shit, somebody like that, man, you end up, you a punk, you probably end up being worse or something. And he's he super Cause I mean he, he going to jail And stuff And he I mean The motherfuckers Sitting there Their own live and shit While he in the back of a jail You know what I'm saying Them van and shit Going to jail What it was Switzerland No it was uh, I can't think of the name of I don't that. remember neither Yeah like I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't even keep up With these little rappers yeah. They can do whatever the hell They wanna do All I give a fuck Yeah <laughs> I got a question Why When these rappers And these Ball players Start getting these millions of dollars. Why the hell they can't stay out of trouble? It's hard, bro, because we're literally watching these folks grow up. Yeah. We're watching them mature. It's just like you have nothing your whole life, and then instantly like that, you have something. I just I just talked about this today with um shout out my dog V Class. He does a podcast. Um dog. I was just talking to him, bro. And um, what did I say? I said, you know, the process is fun as hell. Like, literally going through things. I wouldn't, shit, dog, I would never wish to hit the lotto. And I know every last one of y'all in this room, like, Slim, you tripping hard as fuck. Bruh, I don't want that shit, bruh. I don't want to just have a billion dollars fall on my lap today, bruh. Because I ain't going to lie, me personally, dog, <laughs> that nigga dread, like, fuck that shit. <laughs> dog, me personally, bruh, that much money scares the shit out of me. On top of it scaring the shit out of me, dog, I enjoy the process, bro. I love this role right here. I love to kick back and think and be like, boy, Slim, you was fucked up at 13. You was <laughs> fucked up at 14. Yeah. Look at you now. I love that shit, bro. Yeah. Like, the process just drives me, dog. Well, I do think, man, especially when you have certain habits, bro, and you just all of a sudden run into a big 
lump sum of money, bro, that shit maximizes. So, yeah, I mean, just like Michael Vick. I mean, he, he probably was doing that shit when he was at Virginia Tech, but shit. As soon as he got that money, he like, shit, boy, I, I was fighting goddamn about two or three dollars at goddamn Virginia Tech. Now I got millions of dollars, shit. I'm finna goddamn invest in about four to five of them hoes. You know what I'm saying? Just like a young nigga that's like 17 and he got one pistol. Shit, he all of a sudden become a big rapper or something. Now he got all kind of goddamn guns. He's shooting motherfuckers, smoking a whole bunch. I mean, it just maximizes, bro. That's all. Yeah. So, basically. But, I mean, with me being me right now, I mean, I don't really know what's going to maximize itself. And shit, the damn house or cars and shit. I try, you know what I'm saying? So basically, <laughs> yeah. basically, basically, that shit, like, a kryptonite, pretty much. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a kryptonite. You just, you just got them... Bro, we're literally just watching them grow as people. Like yeah. they're up under a microscope at all time. <laughs> like just like um, Chris Brown, for example. Bro, we know him since he was a child. He literally was a teenager. Now we're watching him. So he uh he gets a domestic violence charge, and it's like it's the worst thing in the world. He has to do rebranding. He has to do all these things. The man has grown. You're not gonna be the same you as you were when you were 16 years old. You're gonna mm-hmm. grow, dog. That's true too. And That's true. I ain't gonna lie, us as people, we way too quick to judge motherfuckers, bro. Just relax, let let people grow. We talked about that shit earlier, talking about some, you know, it's certain things I feel like people just shouldn't be able to come back from. Mm-hmm. But it's also certain things like, bro, just chill. This person made a mistake. Let them overcome this. You shouldn't lose your fucking job because you got into a fist fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You lose your job, you lose your livelihood, all this shit because you got into an altercation with someone mm-hmm. that was a participant in the altercation mm-hmm. and now you just lose your whole life. Shit like that don't make sense. True talk. Yeah, fist fight. Huh? But you some know, shit. real job, bro? Like, you know, uh, I'm just going to say, like, if you was working for a Fortune 500 company, bro, they have all kind of policies and shit to protect their employees from stuff like that. So, like a domestic violence issue, uh-huh. like it's like okay, well you got in trouble this time. Next time, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. they do give you a second chance. I mean, I don't wait. I don't wait. I don't have fat like family members and stuff that don't that stuff don't happen to. Oh you no, know? nah. I get it. Like yeah. you'll work for a company and you'll get a DUI and they'll be like, damn mm-hmm. man, you should you know you should be safe. Woody woody woo, bro. Think about it. A celebrity get a DUI. That shit's front page. Yeah. Oh, such and such got a DUI leaving the Grammys. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, he got a <laughs> that DUI. Ass charge. He should never be able to sell a record again. Like God. Yeah. Now you Over gonna fuck a DUI? You gonna fuck with a bit livelihood, man? What? Like, to I a just in situations like that, I just hate when say the older people who have platforms be like 40, 45 and they're having 18, 19, 21 year olds on their show and when they do some dumb shit. They don't realize that, damn, when I was 20, I was doing the same shit. So instead of chopping them down, you know what I'm saying, just give them some good advice, bro. Like, man, you probably should have did it this way, but don't don't just be on there trying to make an ass out of somebody because I think that's some bullshit. I wouldn't do that. If I had a, if, like, if I had a radio show or something like that and somebody got in trouble when they were, they were 20 years old, I'd be like, when I was 20, I was head ass as fuck too, bro. I remember that shit. So, that's bro, I will say this though, bro. Maybe I give a person a pass if they like 17, 18. Bro, when they like 22, 23, bro, they shouldn't be that head ass, bro. <laughs> they shouldn't be that head ass. Bro. But that's still young as fuck, though. It is. It's, I mean, we, I mean essentially, we, we kind of like, we still young too, bro. We just, I mean, just, we, just had a, we just had a conversation about when them motherfuckers get money, basically, and maximize their habits. Yeah, so. 
All that go hand to hand. Yeah, it do. You done gave this motherfucker these meals. He ain't had no meals before. He can go touch whatever he want, buy whatever he want, shit. I mean. A bitch going down. (laughs) 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 It's going digital. Yeah, I'll probably be going down, boy. For real. Yeah, I mean. But, dog, people is way too quick to judge, bro. Just everybody minding their own goddamn business, bro. The world would be a whole better place, dog, if everybody could just mind their own goddamn business, bro. Well, nowadays, bro, especially the way these phones made up, bro, anything, everything magnified. You know what I'm saying? So, like, now, yeah. I'll be shocked. Like, if I hear a person say, yeah, man, I was watching the news this morning. I'd be like, bitch, you watch the news? What the fuck I gotta watch the news for? <laughs> bitch, I got a cell phone. Everything that I shit in know, my face at all You times. go on Instagram. I mean, it could be... If, if it's like something on CNN news, nah, you might not see nothing about Donald Trump or whatever. But let a bitch got a mass murderer or some shit, like the dude from Vegas or some shit. I'm pretty sure you go on your Instagram feed, Instagram feed, bro. It's all on there. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be everywhere, yeah. dog. Breaking news. Means at all shit. times. Especially like that nigga with that neck, bro. I don't even know where the fuck that nigga come from. <laughs> Florida? <laughs> that nigga from Florida, boy. Boy, they made what it. What part of Florida? I forgot where he from. Yeah, yeah. Florida, homie with bro. a strong neck. Yeah. And now he doing videos. He got out of jail and he doing videos with the uh, the white boy yeah. with a tall neck. Yeah. All, what is it? All necks matter? Yeah. <laughs> boy, somebody did a voiceover with that shit. Boy, that shit was so funny. He said, yeah. I heard y'all been talking about me. Y'all think I'm sweet like sweet tea? <laughs> yeah, for that nigga that said I swallowed a book, you're going to have to see me. Yeah, Boy, that shit was so goddamn funny. Yeah, man, that shit is crazy. Bro, shit like that is hilarious, though, dog. Like, how, does, how do people like that get a fucking buzz? Then you got people like us. I don't know how you feel about uh, trying to gain a, a, a social media following, mm-hmm. but, boy, I've been trying, boy. Yeah. And that shit hard as hell. Yeah, but yeah. somebody like that, they get that shit overnight like that. And shit, all I can tell you, cuz, is get you a big neck. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can tell you. Literally, get you a bro. get you a big neck, dog. Yeah. That's all it takes, bro. bro. Literally, you can goddamn get this man some bread, man. Have this man do your promotion. Yeah. Video, or be standing that, next that, to him. That, that, or take a picture of him. And everybody like, oh, Red Lee with the nigga with the goddamn neck, bro. And like, right then and there, boom. Bro, but that's so crazy. Because you... Not only him, not the nigga with the neck. You have Tyrio fat ass. You got goddamn, uh, uh, what's yeah, his name? Terrio, A-time. 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 Like, whoa, whoa. And people was paying these folks for walkthroughs. Yeah, like appearances, like. For walkthroughs, bro. Why the hell would I pay A-Town for a walkthrough? Because he relevant, bro. Man, people want to see that shit. I'm saying, bro, like, bro. This all buddy, right, this I'm going to just say it, dog. Right bro, I'm going to just say it, dog. Y'all already know all that political correct shit. That shit out the window with me. Yeah. Bro, these folks is slow. Bro, for the female that kissed him in the mouth, bro. But that shit was funny, bro. But nah, like, she did that shit like she was meaning that shit, bro. That's fucking horrible. I feel like a bitch ain't got... Bro, come on. Hey, like you said, you I gotta have time, bro. You gotta have some kind of respect for Like, yourself, he really bro. on the... He really on the... You know what I'm saying? I ain't want to say it just like Slim, but that nigga really retarded, bro. Just to be honest, <laughs> That's you know what I'm saying? saying. But it's like now you got people, female, pretty females and shit kissing it, man. Like damn, Clout. you got a regular dude out here who can't even pay a bitch to kiss him. Nah, yeah. like Clout, the worst part about it is they doing the shit exactly for that, Damo. And that mm-hmm. shit is crazy, bro. I'm gonna make a song called that shit. Call that shit Cloud Chasing. <laughs> that should have probably go viral, bro. Cloud man, chasing. honestly, bro, dog. If anybody got damn. If anybody trying to pursue anything like music wise and shit, man, you gotta have a clout. But how you gonna get the shit? That's how, true. Clout chasing. How you gonna get it? Shit, is it chasing. worth it though? 
It's kind of like selling your soul to the devil. Well, it is depends. it worth it? It depends on what the hell you chasing. I mean, how you chase it, shit. You have motherfuckers. I'm just throwing some out there like rappers nowadays. You got Gunner, you got Young Thug. A lot of them rappers that y'all may see blowing up right now, you might be able to go back to some of them boys' past posts and see them motherfuckers under their comments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Saying little shit. It's like they always had themselves like in the mix. Some, some kind of way motherfuckers end up getting the following. Mm-hmm. I, I got I got another question for you guys. Um, when it comes to music in Atlanta, how how why y'all think they're able to get along? Like pull up if somebody have a music video or doing features? Cause they understand it's enough out here for everybody. I think it, I think it's because that's a bigger scene and people are on there. So you so you basically Slim, you saying the artists are already big enough themselves. Yeah, so it's like when any rapper first start out, you know, it's kind of cute to be antisocial. But as you grow as a person, I'm going to be honest with you, seeing the world and going different places, dog, you're going to grow. First time you see some crystal clear water, that shit going to change your whole perspective of life. You're going to be like, boy, this shit is beautiful. Think about think about how many people you know, y'all both know right now that ain't never seen an ocean before. For real, think about it. Me personally, I know I know at least eighty five percent of my friends ain't never seen an ocean. They ain't never seen outside of Augusta, Georgia. Wow, you need to find a whole different circle of friends, my nigga. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, bro, I done I done been I done been different places in my life. Like I stayed in, I stayed in a little town in Kentucky before, mm-hmm. and most of them ain't never left Kentucky before. Like it's a lot of people out there that's like that, bro. They ain't never left their little town before, so. These little rappers that's getting on, they probably ain't never left their little area before. And the first time that they do, yeah, bro, it changed. It changes their whole perspective, dog. Yeah. So once you grow, bro, you start to realize, like, boy, I ain't gotta be antisocial. Uh-huh. Not everybody want to kill me. Yeah, Shit, I'll go over there and work with him. Uh-huh. I'll go over there and work with her. It's all about the growth, bro. And you just gotta beat up for the growth. Everybody is gonna change, dog. Everybody, and that's what I loved about little Kodak uh, interviews. Like, I literally seen his growth, even though he said some wild shit. What's the word he said, Dumbo? Uh, what the motherfucker said? Uh, Intellectuality. And that and uh, illegally. <laughs> Illegally blind. <laughs> Illegally blind. Illegally yeah. blind. Well, I just, back to that Atlanta thing, bro. I just think they just got a full understanding of what it takes, bro. That's all. Like, you can catch a, like, a gunner. I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all see it, like, on the Instagram, like a Gucci or gunner. A young thug, like it be, they always have like little rappers that be around them, and you might go on their Instagram and they do have a following. Like a what's the good dude name? I seen Lil Wop or something. I don't know his name like that. Yeah, I know. Oh little, yeah, 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 like a Lil Wop. I, I essentially I don't really know who that is, but I just know him from going on them boys' Instagram and him being around. So guess what? Who knows? Shit, the next six months, boom, he be them blew up. You know what I'm saying? Then the person that be around him, boom, you know. So they just got the concept of. It's enough out here for everybody. Gucci done got his. Baby done got his. Gunner done got his. The damn show got his. You know what I'm saying? So, T.I. got his. So, everybody working together and, and, and putting, like, T.I. might be putting some more knowledge on Young Thug. Or he might be putting some knowledge on, uh, uh what's the guy named Gucci or whatever. And it's just, everybody's just working together and know each other. It's almost like a fraternity, bro, just to be honest. So, is Atlanta the makeup for music? It's getting there. 
You think so? I think I think it's right there, dog. Like I told you this the other day, Damo. Um, New York is still the mecca for music, but it's like it's like this and this, like a notch above. Atlanta is right there, and I told you radio is about to die anyway. And once radio dies completely, New York is gonna be the fuck up out of there. Like most artists come out of Atlanta anyway, and then like, bro, podcasting is gonna take over. A artist can just go and do for his press run. He can just go and do like three podcasts. He can go do Ellen. TV ain't never gonna die. <laughs> he, can, nah. he can go and do Ellen. He can go and do shit like that. Like as far as radio, don't nobody listen to no fucking radio, bro. Nobody wanna nah, hear that shit. And you right. I'm glad you said that. So now, from now on, I ain't worried about no fucking radio spans. Fuck. <laughs> you shouldn't, bro. Nobody cares, bro. Yeah, man. Come on, get my shit on the radio. Nah, nigga. Think Fuck. about it, dog. They shit is going down, bro. Like even iHeart, they shit is going down, and YouTube is going up. Them numbers just keep shooting up, bro. Yeah. The internet is everything now, bro. So that's why I say these old niggas better get in line, bro. Yeah, bro. The world and, and bro, but you can tell they know because these niggas is chasing these fucking these these fucking headlines. They chasing them like they literally are reaching to get a little viral clip. That's bad. And I think that's disgusting, dog. Because all money ain't good money, baby. All money is not good money. I said feel the same when you speak. Hey, but but I don't nah, know. I need my dignity. The same, the same New York is still the mecca for music. I don't really know about this. I think I just, you, I'm saying, I'm saying right now because right now these 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 artists are still going through New York. Who though? All of them. They all make their press runs and go to Hot 97, go to Power oh, 105. Well, okay, okay. Not since you want to. Okay, not since you want to put it like that. Okay, I understand that. I thought you were saying like. You say Mecca like this. Like, that's you can only blow in New York. From. But I think oh, Atlanta nah. is producing a lot more artists. Oh, yes, sir. Like, if, if, as far as, like, hottest artists, the only hottest artists I know to come up out of New York, I think Cardi B from New York, right? Yeah, yeah. she's from Brooklyn. And, uh, shit, six somebody nine. like, who? 6 9 6 9 and, uh... Bobby Smurda? He came from, uh... Nah, but he, he ain't really Bobby been right gone for a while. I'm talking about, uh, uh A Boogie. Oh, yeah. oh like, A Boogie. You know what I'm saying? Like... And I think A Boogie, uh, about to drop an album. Yeah. So, yeah, it, not since fire, you said like that. I mean, was, yeah, they still producing people now. Hey, but see, New York, like, that's a good thing about Atlanta artists. Is they um, they're staying together. New York artists, that's where they fucked up at. Mm -hmm. They went, they went to war way too much, dog, and they shouldn't have. So check this, check this argument out then. New York rappers nowadays, you really can't tell the difference from an Atlanta rapper. Can't tell the difference. Oh yeah, because the internet is making you everybody together. You listen to a boogie, you you swear like, oh well, you know that is that shit ain't number to steal my Atlanta music, bro. That's yeah, that's all it is. That's I'm what, drowning. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like that dude, uh, Roddy Rich, that's from Compton. Yeah, but you would never know he was from Compton. And I just there was an interview when they asked him about it. And he not was, at all. Man, <laughs> basically, 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 he basically he was just saying, you know, like. The time that music was in, I mean, we don't live in that time. To anymore. me, all that shit, like, when a person say, you hear of a new artist, and they got that sound, bro, you be like, damn, oh, he must be from Atlanta. And you be like, nah, they nigga from Compton. Oh, nah, they nigga from Arkansas. Like, what? Yeah. But, it's so messed right now, you can hardly tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit, that shit, that's a good thing, though, bro. They all support each other, man. Mm -hmm. They don't be going against each other, you know. I mean... I think that's how it should be for the most part. I think I might just be looking at stuff too deep sometimes, bro. Mm -hmm. Nah, Damo. Sometimes you get into this little fairy tale world where you want everybody to get along. 
and that's not necessarily what's gonna happen. It's a, it's okay to want that. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a good that's a good way to be. Yeah. I just think people just have people just have so many different views, man. Sometimes it's just hard to put that together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, bro. Let's go ahead and end this, man. What you wanna plug, really? Huh? What you wanna plug? You got a uh, project coming out soon? Or? Oh, yeah. I do got a project coming out soon. I really don't know when I'm gonna release it, man. Hopefully. Hopefully it's in January, but it could be February. And the new mixtape, I probably have about six or seven songs on there. And I'm going to call it Flow. You know what I'm saying? And it's really going to be really gonna be about that flow, bro. It's really going to have that sauce. really going to have that drip on that bit, that ketchup, that mustard. Honey mustard, <laughs> bitch. Ranch sauce. Barbecue. All of it. You know what I'm saying? Spill. Why six or seven songs? Because, man, that's all I want to give them. People nowadays don't have much of a attention span. You Everyone give, is telling me that. You give a bitch 15 songs, a bitch liable to listen to about four of them hoes. That's true. You give a bitch six songs, they'll listen to all of them. Hey, man, this was another episode of Sit Down with Slim with my dog Red Lee. Follow him on everything at Red Leonardo. Follow me on Instagram. And you can follow me on Snapchat and Facebook. Fuck Twitter. <laughs> and we out.